Battle tip number eight. Nothing makes a good first impression like a friendly wave. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Battle Buddies. Um, the Buddies, the Buddies. Battling up, battling up. So, I feel like there's really... Oh, is that... Is that <laughs> like where that was going. going. A new theme song, we're going <laughs> to improv a theme song. Right. Go, Jet, go. <laughs> go. Go, crack. <laughs> no, that's not... God damn it. Yes, that's no. our theme song. The Craig Far Reach song. The, the, the Craig song. <laughs> Welcome to the Craig Far Reach show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. Yeah. So anyway, um I Richard, you are currently on the platform and you've just seen Jacques' sword pierce through Giles and he said, Hello, cousin. And you see Jacques standing behind Giles, uh, with his sword to the hilt in the, in his back. And also, as you look around, Giles, you see behind him, uh, against the wall, is an empty painting. So uh, you figure that that he he must have stepped out of that painting uh, when while you guys were distracting Giles with that strength con- strength contest. He he took that as an opportunity to step out and pierce uh, him through. Uh cousin. Uh... And isn't the sword kind of close to my face? Like it stabbed uh-huh. through Giles, right? Yeah, so maybe watch what you say. Uh, I kind of, I'm on, kind of on my butt. And I scoot back. I'm like, uh, cousin, it's so good to see you. <laughs> uh, well, it seems like we are on pretty similar quests after all. As he as he reaches around to uh, try to try to grab the amulet, the goddamn it, Craig. <laughs> The worst of a dead body involved. Uh, Where is Jesus? He, what is he? He's going for the amulet. Uh, he's going for the starflex star door, like door yeah. thing, which is which is currently in Giles's uh, gra- grasp. His graspers. Can I just like grasp? Shoulder shove. I don't. I don't want him to have this orb. Whoa! Hey there! Hey there, big fella! I'm on your side. And as his as his sword is currently in Giles, uh, in order to point it at you, Craig, he has to turn <laughs> Giles's body with it. Ah, so the orb isn't the orb on the other side of him, so I could just grab the orb. Hey, you gotta get past my sword first, there, huh? Uh, let's see. But that's that's beside the point. No need for violence or anything. I was sent here by a, another of the Watchers. Well. The watch. And this Gerald perks up. Uh, so, uh, Gerald, what are, are are we not special? Some, is there someone watching us? 
<laughs> Are we not the only people really? sent on this quest, Gerald? Gerald, you haven't told them much, have you? Why are we being watched? <laughs> but, but it, it seems there's been a bit of a redundancy in quest-giving as, as of late. <laughs> you said we were the special three. Well, said, yes, you, you are. We you, the, the three of you are special, but there are there are more special people, aren't there? You can't just be the only three, can you? Are, are they more special than us, though? Well, who am I to say? I thought I was going to be a hero. <laughs> you And you are, Bogal. You, if anyone, you are. What about our money? Are we getting paid for this? <laughs> Listen, Greg, there's a, there's a lot of ins and outs to this whole situation. So that means we're not getting paid for this. <laughs> it's best we discuss this over tea, perhaps, after we, after we get the orb and put it back where it belongs. All right. And a- after I get my spell slots back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But I, it, it seems to me like I found the orb. Like it, it's whose hand is it in right now? It's hmm? not in your hand. I'll, I'll be getting. I'll be getting the credit for this quest. Uh, I feel like I want to fight this guy. I mean, Giles yeah. found the orb. Giles, Giles, Giles has the orb. He's the real hero. <laughs> Giles gets he's, the credit. He's the one. <laughs> Champion. <laughs> final boss so while you guys are sort of while you guys are arguing over the orb um richard you feel all wrestling in your sack your bag <laughs> your waist oh, bag <laughs> Ooh, I thought hello. It was something else. there's something going on down there every time uh, so you feel a wrestling um in your bag and the flap your your sack flap opens <laughs> And That's like the worst phrasing. <laughs> the sack flap. <laughs> I speak very deliberately, thank you very much. Uh, uh, so your sack flap opens and out pops uh, that, that rat from earlier. Remember your little uh, rat buddy? Oh, yeah. But this is this is all uh, sort of happening while you while you guys are embroiled in this argument Craig's, between Craig's cheese friend. <laughs> yes. Craig's cheese friend. I feel like everyone's Craig's cheese yeah. friend. I, I bring out a sumptuous arguing brie, and oh shit, <laughs> he's working with the, he's working with Jacques. Um, well the 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 rat sort of the the rat kind of skitters across and let me see, hold on, okay, and the, and the rat rolls a very good stealth check. Oh, um, so he's the rat snatches, the orb, and starts to scamper away with it. Uh, I'm gonna do a perception check, or to to, to like combat the stealth yeah. check. You mean? Okay, go so, ahead. So, let's see what I got. I'm mean, I'm just doing a courtesy by telling you guys this. So, yeah. otherwise, uh, I got a one minus one. I'm blind. So, Jeff, you've been having this whole conversation. Your uh, eyes are closed. Face deep in a cheese <laughs> wheel. <laughs> Like, mm. I'm mid cheese wheel. He's got a cheese wheel so big it covers his whole face. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as the rat is kind of far enough away from you guys with the orb, uh, still on this platform though, um, or uh, you you hear uh, grumbling and mumbling and, and um, kind of sh- shrieking a little bit, and this this does draw your attention. Uh, okay, uh, I look that direction. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I ignore it. Over there. <laughs> it's just the normal um, sounds. We all turn. And the rat uh, has sort of transformed into a little gnome. 
dude. Yeah. So uh, Richard's gnome, sack gnome, sack gnome um, rat. Uh, kind of pulls out a, a a little hammer. So when all of your attention is drawn to the, to the the rat now little gnome fella, um, Gerald uh, like sees him pull out this little hammer and says, "No, stop him!" All right. <laughs> no, Bogal jumps. Bogal Bogal tackles the gnome. Oh, okay. Well, then the, he he did sort of move himself kind of further away from your group, so you you aren't able to tackle no. him in well, time. I just jump in his direction and I hit the ground. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so mid jump, um, as you do it, the little gnome creature kind of looks over at you guys, and then back to the orb and smashes it with his hammer. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not the worst case, though. I mean... And upon smashing it, <laughs> a blast of energy shoots out of the orb and pushes Bulgal back. Oh, no. Um, this is going to be dangerous for everyone behind me. And so all of you guys are kind of pushed back, and uh, you land piled on top of each other, on top of uh, Giles' corpse, and Jacques is kind of in a dog pile with you guys. And after the energy pulse blast, you, you all sort of peer heads up at the orb, and you see that it's starting to like glow and crack around its edges and uh, shake. And just as you think it's about to release like another huge burst, Gerald flies over to you guys and covers you all in his uh, raven feather cloak. <laughs> Dibs! <laughs> <laughs> and he slams both of his fists down onto the ground and you all vanish. Wow. All right. That was really nice of him. Did we vanish with the cloak? Is the cloak with us? Yeah, all all of you all of you have uh, evaporated, like disappeared out of this area. You are not here anymore. Um, and the game the game is over. That's the end. It's over. That's and you died. He killed you. <laughs> we died. We get to roll new. We roll. We roll new characters now. Yeah, he figured since like you guys failed your quest, it's best just if you just, die. Yeah, get a new crop of start fresh. Yeah, find some new heroes All in right. the woods. Yeah, Joe Gall. Joe Gall. Jag. <laughs> no, I I totally go with John. Go, go Ball. I would I would definitely become. That's so. Go how did we not make a drag queen joke? <laughs> drag. It should have been drag far reach. <laughs> My God, what a missed opportunity. Uh, God damn it! I'm never gonna live that down. Um, so anyway, you guys all wake up, and um, you are in the middle of this. Uh, you're you're in a, a plane that's covered in a lot of weird plants that you've never seen before. Everything almost looks like a, an undersea plant. Everything is sort of phosphorescent, and kind of billows in the wind, almost as if it were underwater. After after you pull like his cloak off, you guys you you find Gerald unconscious next to you. And we, Giles is still yeah. very dead under you. Did we pull his cloak off to take it? <laughs> oh, I guess we just have a huh? big cloak now. I, I, if you want to take his cloak, he is unconscious right now. That'd be kind of a dick bad, it, da, it, dick it, bag move. All right, I, I put right. on the cloak. <laughs> Jed puts on the cloak. Okay. Uh, Gerald, Gerald's raven staff starts shitting all over I, you, Jed. I, I go and check on Gerald after I kind of admire myself in this new cloak. <laughs> Gerald is fucked up. Oh man, <laughs> he's had a rough day. 
a rough day. Gerald spent most of his morning after breakfast being tortured. He did. He did get a a nice balanced breakfast first. Like they gave him, they gave him bacon and eggs, and then they tortured him. Oh yes. No no no. They wanted because they, they wanted to keep him alive, so they could get information out of yeah. him. Yeah. So I'm saying, um, it's but not he's, all bad. he's very much unconscious right now. He's enervated himself. He's used the used the last of his magic to teleport you guys wherever you are. Yeah, he's he's like missing a couple fingers. He's kind of scarred up. He has a couple burns from where Giles blasted him with unknown magics. I'm yeah. gonna try a medicine check to see if I could stabilize him. Okay, you kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a one minus one. <laughs> All right, you kill him. You don't, <laughs> Jed. How many natural ones are you gonna roll today, Jed? Uh, at least two. Good God, maybe two more. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what to do, Jed. His life is hanging in the balance here, and you just rolled a negative one. <laughs> it's a zero. It's it's not negative. That's not good, Jed. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, you tell me what you think you should do. Well. With, I, with... Fig- I figure I go up to him and I'm like, all right, stand back, everybody. Just oh, pull man. out my... And everyone listens because you're, you're wearing the power cloak. Yeah, now. and I grab, like... I just start shoving cloth on his wounds, trying to stop the bleeding. <laughs> but inevitably cause more bleeding. Where did you get all this cloth? I don't kid? know. Uh, my old cloak. <laughs> <laughs> you rip up your old cloak. The cloak of Clorox. Yeah. Oh, I need that. Uh, I, <laughs> it's gone shit. now. Well, that's why it's not helping, because all the blood is just, like, sluicing off of it. <laughs> Some things you just can't clean. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's Quark's tagline. <laughs> Oops. Um, so, you... Um, well, okay, okay, Gerald, he's unconscious, but he's breathing. He seems to be in a stable state. All right, I didn't hurt him anymore. <laughs> No, you did. You kind of messed him up a little bit. Guys, uh, I'm going to admit something to you guys. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so someone else really want to help this guy? We don't even really know what you do. (laughs) You wouldn't have even fooled me. Is there anything, like, around us that could help, or...? Um, well, I mean, when you take a a look around uh, to try to find anything that can help you with Gerald, you see a lot of these weird lumbering uh, stag creatures who, who uh, have a similar sort of phosphorescent essence to their uh, appearance. And they, they are, they're kind of slowly encroaching, encroaching on you guys, and you realize that you are completely surrounded by them. Are you guys, are you guys friends of Gerald? You hear one of them say, uh, <gasps> the femoral. Uh, yeah, that. Can you help our friend? So all the all this these stag people like they're wearing these like stag like hoods actually. So one of them removes their hood, and you see kind of like a purplish sort of elf creature. Um, but they have normal ears and big eyes that are completely dark purple, all the way across. And one of them rushes over to Gerald, while the rest of them kind of surround you with spears out pointed at you guys. And they push Gerald's body over because you guys had it facing the wrong way while Jet was doing his medicine. <laughs> <laughs> and they look in the face like, Gerald! Yep, that's JFK. 
And at that moment, like a lot of them, a lot of them close in around you guys and pick up Gerald. For the record, we didn't do that. We tried to save him. Well, he, I mean, he saved us. So, so the one, the one who kind of rushed in and saw Gerald turns to you guys. She says, "How, how do you know this man?" Uh, he said, "Asada Quest promised us money and his cloak." So he seems like a nice guy. I became his friend pretty quick. So are you the are you the ones that are you the three that Gerald uh, saw? I mean, <laughs> he's definitely seen us at one point. Yeah, he saw us a couple of times. I mean, I've seen Gerald, so he's probably seen me. Uh, what happened? No why, why is why is he like that? Why is he unconscious? Uh, he teleported us to safety after something exploded. It's probably the yeah. quest item. Some My dumbass of, cousin got us all. Some sort, of, some sort of gnome killed the thing. Let's have some calm down cheese and let's let's just. That's why the rat was. Yeah, with it's us. all. <laughs> it's Craig's fault. If he wasn't carrying around cheese, he would have been in my cheese pocket. Listen, that's that's, if he that's beside the point right now. What what exploded? Oh, the orb. The orb. The galaxy one. One with the galaxy yeah, the, in it. The magic. The magic super oh, orb. I, I, and really, I would have done the same thing if I got the orb. Like I thought we were supposed to destroy. <laughs> Good them. God, not the star, the starflecked orb. Oh yeah, that was it. I I don't know what to make of this. Uh, the fact that you're with Gerald definitely lends credence to your uh, my my ability to trust you. But I can't be 100 percent sure yet. And several of the other people come around and start to then like kind of tackle you to the ground and start <laughs> to bind you. Dang, that was quick. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't think I'd just be okay with that. I mean, if you want to try to do a strength attack, you can. I'll... Yeah, go. Bogal just wants to stay upright. He yeah. kind of wants to just like. Like I'm willing to. He's not put... going to resist, but not... he's not going to fall over. No, I'm not going to let he's them try tackle not me. to fall over. Well, okay. Don gets tackled though. They just... <laughs> 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 step away from Don. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I think this one likes it. <laughs> uh, Fifteen to prevent them from knocking me over. Oh, well, okay, yeah. So you put up a pretty good struggle, Bogal. and you like push the first one off of Bogal you, falls and over. then another one like another another one comes up in front of you and bashes you in the face with a a, a spear. That's for non-lethal that's damage. That's unnecessary. I I'm going with you willingly. You don't have to knock me over. <laughs> willingly, you, you just pushed the guy off of I, you. You just put up a struggle. Uh, that's not willingly. I'm not willing to be thrown to the ground. I'm fine walking with him. For the record, Bogald falls over immediately. <laughs> he tried After seeing Craig get hit in the face. He tried, he, well, he, he, he kind of got into position to try and, you know, stand stand strong and not fall over. But, like, he must have stood on a branch that, like, slipped under him immediately. Like, before someone even tackled him, he just falls. Oh, I rolled, okay. I rolled so badly. <laughs> so, another critical the, fail. The guy who tackles you uh, doesn't expect you to go down so quickly, and he just dies right over you. <laughs> uh, um, but he, another guy comes up, and they, they all bind your wrists. Um, Craig, your nose is bleeding stuff now. But they, they they bound your wrists while you were on your knees, at least, so you weren't on the ground. Thank you. These these guys can't take precautions. People just show up in their mystic woods and shit, and you know they you just expect a warm welcome, and they, and they pick you all up and start walking. And while you're walking through, you see that it's a pretty expansive forest. Take it a peek around. Uh, 
Maybe someone, maybe someone without a broken nose and blood in their eyes and stuff. Eighteen minus one. So, <laughs> all right, 17. not bad, Jet. Um, so as you're looking around, being kind of bodily pulled through this forest, you see a whole heck of a lot of things that you've never seen before. This is an entire phosphorescent landscape, um, and around you are kind of like little floating specks, kind of like fireflies, but not actual bugs or anything like that it it you almost feel like you are underwater but there is no water around you the air kind of has like a thick heavy feel to it but not like humid it's just it's you're not really sure how to describe it it's it's just sort of this weighty uh weightlessness sort of feel if that makes sense and when you look up you notice that it is night out um but you don't see any moon and the stars are completely unfamiliar to you. So, uh, where are we? I asked to one of the purple elves. We, uh, we're, we're right outside of at Evenglade. Even? That, that, sounds, that sounds like a fantasy yeah, name, right? That's pretty fantasy That's officially yeah, fantasy. Uh, or, okay. Yeah, we're right, outside, we're, we're right outside of Evenglade. Low city. Obviously, how could, I mean, there's there's a roadside yeah. right there. Even clean. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, uh, what what are you up to? What what? Why kidnapping us? Uh, <laughs> what, what's, what are you doing in on? these uh, these here forests? Uh, <laughs> well, currently, I'm escorting some interlopers into our mystic forest back to that's Even. Good. Ah, yes. What did these interlopers kind of where, do? That's, what a... that's kind of where that's kind of where Jorb is in his well in his life. That's where, that's oh, where nice is. to meet you, Jorb. I'm crack. Yeah, what's, what's uh, up? He he awkwardly shakes your hand. What words bound behind your back? Uh, so uh, he kind of he kind of so he grazes your butt a little bit. I mean, I, I, I so, sorry. Oh no, that. Craig's a dude, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh wow, Craig's in the zone. Don't worry no, about Craig's it. into it. <laughs> Oh, Craig is yeah. into it. That's yeah. what you said. Okay, it's still, good to know still for future reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Same reaction. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. Uh, anyway, want some cheese? So ultimately, these guys <laughs> find you very <laughs> Between Don's like, sigh of pleasure <laughs> and you admitting that you like being groped. Hey, you know, Craig doesn't get a lot of action. He's been out in the forest for so long. It's... <laughs> He's an orc. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take anything with yeah, a pulse. It's anything with a pulse. Which, in this world, there are lots of things with pulses. As you look around, <laughs> you see that the entire landscape sort of has like a subtle pulse to it. Like all the all the plants and trees and what have you are kind of. Can pulsing. I do an Arcana check to see if there's any sort of like if I know the root of this magic from my studies? Uh, yeah. Well, that is not a number worth mentioning, so. Oh, you can roll a number. <laughs> oh, fascinating. How do you that? There's not even a number on this die. Yeah, it's um, like a squiggle. Yeah, you don't, you don't know jack shit. Hmm? You got, you got nothing. So, uh, Jorp, why does, what, what, why is all this pulsating stuff happening? Yep. It's pretty trippy. Jorp? Uh, what? Like the trees, the the <laughs> vibrating or whatever. Oh yeah, sorry. I guess you guys aren't familiar with. The, yeah, Th- this is just kind of how it is here. 
Nothing, nothing weird about it. Just the ordinary everyday tree poles. Uh, just glowing trees. Just glow, glowing trees. That's kind of our our thing here on, on uh, in the Amaranth. Is, is I am, this tree uh, tree uh, grow right. island? I've heard a lot about it. Listen, all your answers all your answers will be questioned later. All right, <laughs> let's let's go then there. Let's 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 speed this along. Anyway, so so they bring you uh, to the Evenglade, and it's it's smaller than you you expected it to be. Um, but it seems like all like it's it's kind of a circle of uh, structures, I guess, that are similar to shops or houses or what have you. Um, kind of around a central tree in this town, and all the structures have the same sort of um, phosphorescent quality as the rest of the plant life that you've passed. And there are all sorts of people of various shades of purple and blues kind of standing around uh, looking at you guys. Uh, so I I kind of sidle up to... What was the main lady's name? Uh, Kyla. Uh, so, Kyla, uh, what's the femoral? I try to do air quotes, but can't. Well, that's, that's what you are. Oh, uh, so what does that mean? Haven't you ever looked in a mirror? Yes. What's looking back at you as a femoral? It's pretty clear. Okay. Listen, uh, the, <laughs> ba- basically, our planes are tied together. Hmm. That's nice to know. So we're in a different dimension. Not not our dimension. Hey, guys, we're not in our dimension. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that's, that's absurd. Of course you're in your dimension. <laughs> oh. All right, I, I'm gonna back away now. We're not Bo- in uh, yeah. our plane. Bogal leans down to Don and is like, "Are you related to these elf people? Uh, their ears are different." <laughs> Good point. No, no point. That's the point. Oh, <laughs> your ears have a good point. I just wanted to compliment you. <laughs> Thanks, Bogal. So you guys are kind of thrown in front of the biggest uh, structure here, the biggest building. And out steps a person who is garbed similar to, similarly to the rest of them, but her her stag hood um, is bigger. Look at the hood on that one. Is that how you denote class in this society based on hat size? Hood size. The bigger the hood, the bigger the power. Uh, is this the cast system? Yeah, it's not the best. Find me the biggest system. hood. You could see her kind of struggling under the, the weight of her hat. <laughs> I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself. <laughs> My God, Jet, you are bound. I don't need hands for it. Um, okay, uh, fine. And I want to have a bigger but hat. But you do need a demon to come out and slowly undress no, you. No, I need the demon to come out and give me a bigger hat than her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like it's just a big old magical hat that's larger than hers. What is what? What is the shape? What is the appearance of your hat? Um, it's just a bigger version of my head. <laughs> 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 uh, she is. Her eyes go wide. She's impressed. All the townsfolk start view you as their new leader. They all bow around oh, you. Right. Please look bow me. He, he, he of the highest hat. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. A guard hits you in the face with the butt of the spear. <laughs> Leave your chicanery at the door. And then uh, the the woman who stepped out with the ex- exceedingly large hat says, "No, come down, Billbert. <laughs> They're fine. He's just he's just a cheeky little. Old. I I like your style. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. No, but... come on. All right. So, uh, what is your name, my lady? 
<laughs> my name I'm I'm the, the chieftain of this area. My name is Grenda. Grenda? <laughs> I see you've met my my daughter Kyla. Yes. She's very nice. <laughs> she snaps her fingers and she summons over one of the guards, like uh the 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 guard who wore the second biggest hat next to uh Kyla. And she says, Tiggle, come over here. I'll release them from the bounds. This is absurd. They're, they're fine. Ger- I'm sure anyone with Gerald must must be good. Let, let them out. I'm sure they have plenty and of questions. And we have Giles' dead body. You've been dragging that this whole <laughs> yeah. time. Bogal. Well, it's true. You have yet to loot Giles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a good thing to bring around. we got to loot him. All right. So the, the, the guards go around and unbind your hands, your wrists. All right. Thank you. I thank the guard, and I tip him a a nice cheese wheel. You find it as you 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 find it as a bit of a strange coincidence that as Tickle is unbinding you, he kind of tickles you a little bit. <laughs> uh, he hits Chad in the face with the butt of the spear. Shut up! <laughs> I'm sorry, Craig. I don't know why I like shitting on. <laughs> it's fine. You- I've literally put shit all over. It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're having this conversation, uh, uh, a sort of weird ethereal phosphorescent bird flies over and shits on Craig. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful, Lark. Yes. The, the good luck shit. <laughs> a good omen. I mean, good for you. I, bad for me. <laughs> bad for you now that you're not wearing your Clorox yeah. cape. That's all over. That's stain. That's going to stain. It's going to leave a stain on Gerald's be- beautiful it's feather fine. cape. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll work out. This is probably more <laughs> Speaking of, it'll, it'll when when Tickle undoes your your uh, your uh, binding jet, he also rips the cape off your back. No, I earned it. <laughs> I tr- I saved his life. He steps back. The only thing you've earned is another hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they're hitting me in the giant head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's confused as to where to hit. <laughs> Um, so anyway, your hands are un- unbound, and you're standing in front of uh, Chieftain Grenda, and kind of the whole town is sort of around you, kind of staring at you guys and stuff. And she's just she's just looking at you expectantly. Bogal waves. She she does a little his, quaint wave. His back. hands have been bound this whole time. He's been waiting to wave. <laughs> <laughs> the moment his hands got unbound, he waved it like everyone. He was just waving. <laughs> boom, 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 wave, wave. So, uh, can you tell us what's going on, Brenda? <laughs> oh, yes, I suppose you would be a little bit curious about yeah, that. Yeah, some weird phosphorus dimension thing going on. Well, to us, it's your dimension's the weird one, and by your dimension, I mean ours. It's a shared dimension, <laughs> something I would, I would like to establish. I'd like to get that out of the way in the beginning, so there's no confusion. Same dimension. Okay. Uh, I don't even know what a dimension is, so that makes sense. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a big thing. Basically, to sum it up, a long time ago, some bad shit went whack. Alright? Four dudes did a great job of turning that whackness upside down. The end of whack. However, in doing so, they sort of tethered our worlds together. Our planes, if you will. We share the same space. Alright. And not at, at the same time. If that makes sense, we we are we we have sort of a symbiotic relationship as a result of this battle. So we're like inside of each other. She winks. <laughs> I wink back. <laughs> no, she winked at oh, Bogal. Yeah. I, I I try to intercept that wink. <laughs> I dive in That's front of my that wink. wink. That's my wink, Craig. Je- you intercept it and take three okay, points. Okay, I'm fine with that. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, basically that kind of sums it up. It, when they fought the great evil all that while ago, they had these weapons, and those weapons have been imbued with their essences. They had they sacrificed themselves to contain the evil, and uh, to to bind our worlds to save us all. However, they did die in the process, but they they gave what little of themselves they had left to these relics. You found such a relic. However, that should not have been possible. No one should have been able to find it. But it seems that the the wards protecting these these sacred hollows on your in your plane have somehow been disrupted. And that allowed Giles to grasp the Starflect orb. And if it can happen to that hollow, then it can happen to the rest. So you're saying that in order to defeat a giant terror, someone created an orb? They, they made a rock. It, it was pretty powerful, though. It was very obviously powerful. Someone's best idea I, for a weapon was a big, was a magical rock. No, they, they, they sort of left their essences behind in these items to help contain that evil. Your all worlds are bound together by an intricately woven web of ancient magic that both seals that evil and protects us from its corruption. Just saying the best thing he could think of was a rock. Well, that one in particular. There are three other artifacts. Okay. Who knows what they might be? Um, one might be a fucking guitar. Ooh, I like that's that. Pre- that's pretty cool, right? Who knows? <laughs> so, any idea, a sweet axe. idea where to go to find these relics? I am so glad that you asked. Our people here are concerned with the... It seems like there's been a, a leak. This ancient magic might be crumbling, and we've relied too heavily on it as is, and it has led to the destruction of the Starflect Orb, which in turn has led to the corruption of a good quarter of your world and ours. Oh. So we are we are going to rebind the, the cage around this ancient evil, but first, first we must find it. And since we are too busy doing that, we need someone else to go and vouchsafe the hollows. Okay, that's how they get us. Any way you can help us monetarily. Sir, what? Get supplies, what? you know, uh, weapons, armor. Look at you guys, you've got all sorts of shit. You, what, you need more? Yes, very much so. Yeah, Craig only has one dagger right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Look at you, you've got a whole single dagger. You're ready to take on the world. So, I, essentially, it would be wonderful if the three of you could go to the, the closest hollow and re, re, rebind it. Make sure that it is safe and no one else can grasp it and use its power and help free that ancient evil. However, there are only so many people in your world and ours who can do that level of magic. Not me. And there are even fewer who we trust with this task. Uh, so... Not it. I mean... Uh, Alright, Bogal's uh, not it. Dang, he was one of the few, but he can't do it. Alright, anyone uh, else? Is it me? I'm kind of magical. It's none of you fucking uh, losers. Is it, is it this unconscious guy? Gerald? Or the the dead guy you're holding? Yeah. <laughs> the guy? He, pro- he probably... You know, honestly, he probably could have done it. Yeah. But he's very dead now. And it seems one of the three of you has your hand up his ass. Currently. <laughs> Which that's neither here nor there, none of my business. That's your corpse. You brought it. You do what you want with it. That's our policy here in this town, and that's what we stick to it. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be thorough. I just figured Bo- uh, Bogal would be doing his search. Yeah, for gold. that's what I was thinking too. I think Bogal at some point got bored and started searching the body. 
<laughs> started, started rummaging <laughs> through all of his crevices. Um, so she continues by saying, she's like, anyway, that, that aside, uh, your best bet is likely the archmage Fino Cowabunga. <laughs> Cowabunga. Uh, 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 <laughs> Cowabunga. I did not just make that name up. That's what he's called. Fino Cowabunga. And he can be found in the Valley of Dusk. That's super inviting. Uh, is that our plane or your plane? Good question. It's both. All right. Uh, it's kind of the connecting point, uh, sort of the middle of the tether that binds our two realms, worlds, planes. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, indeed. Ooh. Ooh. About, ooh. about how far out is Fino Calabunga? Like, how many days <laughs> saunter? We, we do know the way, which is why I'm sending my daughter Kyla with you to guide you to the, to, to the, the Valley of Dusk. The, the the shared forest between our planes, where you will find him. Sweet. All right. Uh, uh, Kyla, uh, so are you... However, <laughs> I would caution you, for he is not as trusting as we are, and he will likely want to test your metal for himself to see if you are worthy for this task. All right. Uh, not that this is a time-sensitive matter. All about it. Like that. Let's go. Let's fight. Wonderful. <laughs> Excellent. On your way. Get the fuck out. Bye-bye. Oh. <laughs> All right. I start heading the direction and then veer off to the near <laughs> the shop. Direction. We go the direction. The direction that <laughs> you know, someone's you know, pointed the us. One. I, the, yeah, the one the that's going to advance the, the, the one, plot. The one you want. As you walk away, she's like, oh, I was just kidding. You'll probably to. want to rest and stuff first. Oh, that, that'd, that'd be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Let's, that'd be good. Maybe stock up. Kyla's not even here. She's like, I'm not sure where you're going. Right, let's go rest up. <laughs> He's taking a nap. Is there a place, an inn or something? Oh, y yes. Oh, wait, are you asking me I'm or asking her? her? I'm not going to tell you. Well, do it in uh, your voice. Is there an inn or something? Who, who is that? Who's is talking? That, who? I don't is recognize that, that voice. Uh, Kill him. Uh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, is there an inn or something? Yeah. An inn? Oh, yes. One of your primitive femoral things. A place to stay, damn it. A bed. Yeah, well, you've got a lot of ground here. A rock. Pop a tent. Got some rocks some over grass. there. Could use his pillows. Oh, all right. A bed. Something. Where the world is your bed. All right. I just... I just... She walks away. <laughs> fall asleep on the floor. <laughs> just... Okay, okay. I thought you were going to go shopping. But no. You just... <laughs> got to rest first. Nap first. Okay. Steve and Richard, do you want to get some items? Yeah, uh, Bogal, let's, uh, let's leave Crag and get some items. <laughs> let's, let's wait, wait, items? All right, sounds I good. get back sounds up. Oh, let's, let, let's leave Crag permanently. <laughs> Crag forever. Cool. Um, so you see nearby, um, outside one of the weird little hut things, the the weird kind of plant-like phosphorescent hut things, is, is a friendly-looking dude, friendly-looking purple dude, burly guy, kind of barrel-chested, with a big purple beard. And he he kind of just waves you guys over, like, "Come on, then, get get in here. Let's get let's get you guys suited up for your mission." All right. Uh, so, what do you yeah. got for us? Well, first, I've got my name. It's Fed. How, how are you guys? Uh, I'm Fled? good. Fleb. Fed. 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 All right. So your name is Fed. All right. What do you got? What do you got for us? 
Now, I'm not sure how you guys do your shopping on your primitive planet, but here we, we like to create sort of a, an, an item profile for each of you. Okay. Yeah, that's how we do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's... Oh, oh, well, <laughs> well then, by all means, start, lead, lead the way. Uh, you, you seem to know what you're doing. Uh, that's just an elf joke. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't laugh. <laughs> He points at a sign in his store that says, "We have the right to re- refuse service to anyone." <laughs> so, uh, what what are these item profiles you speak of? Essentially, you establish what you're interested in having, and we we do our best to meet your needs. All right, it's pretty simple, really. Cool. Kind of like any other store. Actually, no, <laughs> no, I think about it, there's like an aisle system. You know, you just gotta. Get but it. it's like more mystical than that, because as you look in the store, you see that there's not really there's not anything hanging up or on shelves or anything like that. Yeah, you don't really have that big of a selection. I have the biggest selection. <laughs> <laughs> Never question the size of a man's selection. <laughs> Never question a man's selection. Can you uh, can you help me fill out this profile, or is there a form? Or yes, uh, what do you want? Uh, I was kind of thinking some new musical instruments, like an arsenal. An arsenal? Yeah, like a one-man <laughs> band, like a like a like a trumpet that's also a cannon. <laughs> so, are you, are you planning on uh, moving on from the saxophone? Or like maybe an upgraded saxophone. Oh, saxophone okay. 2.0. I really don't uh, have a lot of emotional attachment to this one. Uh, saxophone, that's that's some sort of femoral uh, instrument. We actually happen to have an identical instrument on our plane. However, the only difference is it's far more difficult to play. That will not be a problem. <laughs> you would have to be pretty a pretty accomplished saxophonist to successfully play this instrument. Oh, you might have heard of me. <laughs> my names might have reached both planes. He is the Don Rivers. Oh my god. <laughs> he points to another uh, f- framed uh, thing on the wall, and it's a picture of Don Rivers. <laughs> so, How did we not notice this? <laughs> oh, wow. Never thought I'd have you in my shop. It's an honor. Oh, yeah, it's always great to meet a fan. What's your favorite album? All of them. <laughs> Sounds of Sax. <laughs> I'm a giant fan of Sax on the Rocks. Yeah, good one. Excellent. <laughs> Could you, could you play us a tune here? Yeah. Go, please, God, please. Sure. Let me uh, pull out my sax. <laughs> All right. Here goes the performance check. <laughs> so first one was 18. I got to roll disadvantage. <laughs> no, you don't, Richard. Don't know oh, okay. That was 19, then. Uh, not bad. Not bad. So, so what do you do? Tell us. Yeah, it's kind of more of like a, a slow, sad song. He cries. Kind of, kind of different from the normal upbeat jazz songs, but no one's ever actually heard this song before. He's just a bundle of tears on the floor. <laughs> he can't contain himself. You may have found your one true wow. fan. <laughs> to be honest, the I'm fan. actually not that good, but maybe I'm good on this plane or something. They don't have taste in this dimension, so that was that was plain as yeah. jet. It's not cool to generalize a That's whole plane. Like I'm okay with it. Perhaps this one man just doesn't have taste. Maybe none of the rest of us have taste, and he does. That's a good point. So I earned it, right? Brand new sex. Uh, yes. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you gotta pay for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that song not 
worthy? Or? Uh, I'm a fan second, businessman first. I need I need to see some gold. Universal currency between our planes, covering that before anyone asks. Hey, uh, guys, how much gold do we have? <laughs> how much gold Good. do you have? We... <laughs> yeah, exactly. hey, hey, let me ask this first. How much does it cost? How, well, I was actually just going to ask, because, like, what did we get off Giles' dead body while I was rummaging around? Giles was sort of a minimalist. He didn't really have anything. Money. Yeah, he, uh, he, he also was able to magically summon things, and... <sighs> so, not a whole lot. Just like ninety or something like that. I don't know. Carrying around change, you know. Just he—he he was a pretty decent guy, so he liked to tip people. And he tipped well. He tipped, he tipped yeah, pretty well. He yeah. never had much money because of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from what I have, we we found four fifty total. But that was all Steven. You guys weren't putting your hands up exactly. anyone's asses. I I found a lot of money up that centaur's butt. I, you would know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer to I have you it, for butt. I have it written down. <laughs> do you keep and so do you keep your butt gold separate from your? Well, I have, I have each cause, instance because Fed might notice if you try to pay with butt no, gold. Have you washed it? Uh, we didn't really have an opportunity to wash it, <laughs> so no. <laughs> Not a lot of rivers and streams. He points to another sign in his store that says no butt gold. <laughs> well, luckily it's only. It's right. Next to the Don River Station. That, that was only that was only the fifty. So we still have four hundred. We have four hundred pieces of not but gold. Yeah, you gotta clean that gold before you use it. So how about much does the sax cost? It's about hundred gold. Uh, you have a deal. I I want to use a hundred gold. And when you look around the room, you see that that the walls are um, smooth, and there, there aren't any protrusions. But he kind of like. Uh, slams his fist into one of them and you hear a click and it like opens up and reveals uh, a, 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 like sort of an ivory saxophone behind it. Hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, this here's a thing of beauty. I made it myself. Um, and it, he, he says, well, it's not technically a saxophone, but I guess, I mean, it's, it is exactly a saxophone, so. <laughs> uh, but we, we just we just kind of call it something different. Ours or Moore's. Yeah. It's well, extremely difficult to play. Uh, so you get a disadvantage on all rolls with it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it amplifies. He's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. It's a little, little elf humor, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, I know. <laughs> I don't laugh at his joke. <laughs> Purple elf humor. It's not very good. <laughs> kind of ra- it's racist humor. <laughs> Plainest. Uh, so he. And, but so the beautiful thing about this ivory thing, uh, ivory uh, saxophone, is that it it amplifies whatever you play, the music you play, giving giving you a plus one to hit. Oh, okay. That's. Is that good? Yet? That's that's fairly powerful. Um, so, Jed, give me something else that's um, better. Plus two. Let's see. Maybe <laughs> no. Uh, maybe he gets to have a chance to regain a spell slot if uh, a spell fails or something like that. Once per day or once per rest, he can regain a spell slot. I don't fail spells. I don't. <laughs> I don't fail that's, spells. No, that's pretty good, Jed. Um, so yeah, this this saxophone. Uh, this is a, ma- uh, a magic saxophone, uh, and so essentially, 
it gives you uh I don't I don't want to say that because that's like that's very mechanic-y. <laughs> like I doubt he would speak in D and D game mechanics. <laughs> yeah. So with this saxophone, sometimes when your spells go flat, you could sometimes regain their essence. The Viagra. Of <laughs> it's a Viagra of spell. Okay. Once so essentially once per rest when you fail a spell, you can keep that spell slot. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That'll be good for mm-hmm. this higher level one. Yeah. 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 And on uh, to you, big guy. Oh. Alright. Bogal pulls. I was gonna let you, I was gonna let you guys decide which of you was the no, better. Yeah, I was trying no, to start a fight. Me, me, that's I, me. I, Jet's got his head on. Jet's, his big yeah, head that's on. true. Yeah. Jet's got a big head on. So, but Bogal's. But it still, it still still could be Steven. Bogal still reacts because he's used to being called big guy. I, I have. That's, well, you see, like when he points life. at you, he's he's pointing at you guys, but he's pointing between the two of you. <laughs> I, I I walk up. I, I walk up. So we, we like he is trying to start. A fight. We both step forward. <laughs> Now you, the biggest guy, biggest strongest right, guy here. Yeah. That's that's me. I I arm I arm wrestle him right then and there. All right, grab him. Okay, arm wrestle. We go into we go into a strength contest. I got my money on Bogal. Bogal Bogal does not Bogal does not just just suffer someone telling him that he's weaker than they are. Well, I got nineteen. Wait. What do you got? What do you got, buddy? Oh, what shit. do you got? Okay, I rolled a seventeen plus three. Damn it! Damn it! So you guys, you guys done with your little dick measuring contest? Yeah, yeah. Bogal's happy with that. He, he. uh, (laughs) You see a look of grim disappointment on his face. Uh, He's like, "Oh, I was really hoping you guys would whip out your penises." Measure them. (laughs) Our measuring contest is still pretty cool. Anyway, you big guy, get over here. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, so tell me, what do you, what do you want? Bogal pulls out his axe and he says, "I hate this axe." I want a stub. He he breaks it over his knee. Fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, good. Fuck that axe. He was he was really feeling it with you. Yeah, fuck that yeah, axe. Fuck that axe. <laughs> I awful, awful, terrible axe. What what I need is a really big sword. I just I oh, we don't sell weapons here. I, oh, <laughs> well then I'll just find another place that does. Specifically non-violent. This entire plane, okay. you're not gonna find I'll, it. The same. I really wish you hadn't broken my axe. I'm just, I'm just kidding, guy. He's, he bangs the shelf and pulls out a huge sword. <laughs> <laughs> no, he bangs that same spot on the wall where the saxophone came from. Right when it's about to open, he puts his hand on it and covers it. He's like, hold on. What's your favorite color? Mm, blue. This is a decision to like, be made. Like the ocean. Blue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, our oceans are yellow. You know, you can kind of like mix it up. Question: like uh, Are you a seaman? Are you are you a sea person? I'm a I'm a sea fella. I'm a big sea fella. I'm a sea guy. Interesting. I come from. So on your word, on your world, do sea fellas like butts too? Is that a thing? <laughs> well, is that a shared trait between our planes? I mean, but I'm just curious. You know, I've I've never said no to a butt. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um. So he starts pulling a sword out of the the hole in the wall, and it it's like just keeps coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this sword is of a height with you, Stephen. Ah, yes. There we go. Which will probably make it pretty difficult to carry around, but it does give you a decent reach. Excellent. And it is the hilt is uh, a a vibrant blue. With kind of uh, like a sort of white grained 
details of like like little cute fish and stuff carved into it <laughs> so yeah pretty much uh like your run speed you can like add five to it because you can reach so far with this sword okay to hit people an extra extra five feet yeah because it's such a ridiculously long sword sweet yeah it, it would have to be it's probably it's got to be like eight feet long yeah eight uh -huh. and a half feet yeah that's awesome cool uh and what about you we man all right well, <laughs> little tiny, little tiny orc man. Uh, I need my style. Teeny tiny little small. I orc need man. my style to be fashionable. Also, what about you, weaker man? Weaker, lost to that guy, man. <laughs> Middle of the road, man. Middle of the road. All right. So I need my style. What do you want? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you need your style. Go on. Let's just make that neck a gauntlet thing. I have the schematic for it. I want one of those. So uh, when you go up to talk to him, he's like, Wait, you! I know what you want. I see it on your face. Written on your face. I have seen that look hundreds of times. You've got that look that you're after. Uh... And he hits the same spot. And out tumbles three virulent oscillators. Nice. <laughs> That's so cool. And several vials of necro juice. Thank you. I'm gonna go create a necro necro gauntlet. All right. And uh, so the the total for all this today is gonna be uh two fifty. And uh, do you guys want to buy any like potions or anything? That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um. As uh, healing potions, you know, spell couple, slot restoring potions, stuff like that. Cool. Uh, yeah, you do that. Um, I think at this point, while you guys are still in Evanglade, uh, you can level up. You finally level up. It's been like eight episodes. Yeah. All right, I'm multi-classing. You can. No, really? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're already so Don. good as a bard. <laughs> get better spells. Time to, time to master a new class. Don's gonna become... Um, cool, yeah. So you guys are gonna spend maybe a couple days here just preparing for your quest. And... Uh, level up. What does the NECA gauntlet do? It allows you to pull people within 40 feet into your range. That's pretty awesome. But it requires a strength check. Okay. I'm okay with that. Um, cool. And it looks slick as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if you build it right. I don't know. How, like, I want you to roll to see how well you built it. You might build a janky one. Yeah, do Arcana. So yeah, me, roll an Arcana check to see how well you build this glove. So that's a 19 you, plus 2. Shit, yeah, no, this is a sick-ass-looking glove. All right. However, you, you kind of got a Michael Jackson thing going on, where you've got, like, a sweet, awesome-looking uh, uh, grapple glove on one hand, and your other hand just looks kind of naked and bare in comparison. Yeah, well, it'll be fine. I'll, I, I'll make another one later. Okay. Damn it, my spell DC didn't go up. Nope. Uh, yeah, um, so I want you all to, to level up and sort of go into a little bit of detail about why it is that you you improved in the areas that you improved or got the things that you got, like how that happened. Uh, so Richard, you're going to go first. Um, well, I improved a lot and I added more points to performance just because it's just going to be like a natural progression, I guess, for Don. Because <laughs> you're a bar. Back up. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> And I did put more points in acrobatics. I have seven acrobatics. Holy God. 
So do you want to do you want to say like I I uh, like maybe say how this happened? You've been playing a lot more saxophone, so maybe that. Yeah, I did a lot of salty C flips on Steven's. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> now I can always perform those. <laughs> you can, yeah, pretty much. That that is pretty wicked high for acrobatics. The, uh, um, it's probably gonna bite me in the butt. Um, Steven, when you're on his shoulders. <laughs> 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 Um, what else did I kind of get? I got a kind of more. I did put one in deception. It was zero before. And a little bit more investigation, but I don't know if I really got anything. Um, ooh. Uh, oh wait, the big one is the bard arch- archetype. Oh yeah, Ar- level three gets yeah. you something good. And I'm I put in the lore <laughs> instead of combat. Yeah, that kind of fits. So, uh, <laughs> You've already mastered combat, anyway. Yeah, it's true. You can spend and use a bard- bardic inspiration as a reaction to give a creature within 60 feet a penalty. Okay, so I might be able to, like, prevent more stuff from yeah, hurting you guys. Yeah, bardic inspiration is actually, like, I remember looking at it at one point, it's really useful. I think you regain them on a short rest or something, and they're just really useful. But it's equal to your charisma modifier, which, as I recall, is not good. Unless you bump Wait, that up. What? <laughs> uh, do I get a chance to bump that up eventually? Like, I think at fourth level we get, yeah, ability score improvement. Yeah. Because mine's negative damn one. Because <laughs> I was a fool. Yeah, fourth level's <laughs> pretty big about that. <laughs> yeah. Roll the right. bard with low charisma. <laughs> cool. Um, Steven. Okay. Um, so... Barbarians, I think mostly, I get another rage, so I, I have more opportunities to get get mad. So what's the story behind that? You just um, you, you have some anger management issues that you've developed, or yeah, I don't see the thing is I'm still not sure if it's like Bogal doesn't like. I guess it's kind of an anger, but it's more uh, just confusion and silliness. So I, I don't know. <laughs> he just gets excited. <laughs> he just gets. He gets so excited. It's like a juice. It's like a juice. He kind of forgets. Like yeah, he kind of he kind of forgets what like words are. Um, so I don't know exactly how to describe. Except, except ocean words. Except ocean words. Sea he words. just he just loses. Yeah, more like he forgets what grammar and like how to how to properly communicate things. He just gets so emotional. Because um, all all those parts in his brain that remember grammar are replaced with <laughs> just, fucking battle. Just f- fight. He strength and fight. He dolphin yeah. noises and dolphin. <laughs> noises. <laughs> he yeah. So so he's uh, he's somehow managed to to increase that part of his his heart and soul where he can now um, go into that mode more often. He's he's gotten comfortable with it. I think he's used it a couple times recently. And so now he can he can do it uh, you know uh, on on will more often um, after those fights, cool. and he I got the primal path, um, which lets me select different berserker paths, and so I chose the path of the totem warrior, um, which lets me choose mm-hmm. uh, a spirit beast, uh, and as as Cody and I have discussed, since I'm a since I'm a water fella. I'm a sea boy. Um, I am going with orca. So my my beast is the orca whale. 
Hell yeah. Um, which means... And, and so you, you've got this totem spirit thing. Uh, how did you develop that? Um, so I, I think, you know, while, while we were here, you know, Bogal spent a lot of time thinking back on his, his times as a child hunting whales and how they all work together. Um, and so he's, he's realized now that he's in a team unit, he's got to try and reharness this. So while I'm, while I'm ranging, while I'm raging, your friends have advantage on melee attack rolls against enemy creatures within five feet of me that is hostile to me. Anytime I'm in there in the battle and I go into orca mode, my friends can also have advantage on their attacks. So we're a fucking team. Uh, well, I... I don't want to spoil Arc of Mode for me, but I am curious if you're going to make, like, whale calls. No, don't spoil it. Don't, you know what? don't answer that. Don't say a thing. I'll, uh, I'll wait to see what you do. Um, but so you say, so you do this Arc of Mode thing because of this, this team that you're on now. Uh, so do you expect them to act like, are you going to be confused when you go into whale mode and they're not acting like whales? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll know that they're my pals, except maybe the, except maybe the orc. Don't. Don't kill Which them. Which is ironic, because you know orca, orca is, ha- is is you know three quarters of the name, and yeah. has tusks, <laughs> but he's a completely different color, so it's it just doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> and those are the types of things that you pick up on when you're in the rage yeah, mode. Yeah, exactly. Wrong color. Wrong. No, bad. <laughs> Don't kill. Um. Okay. Cool. And jet. All right. Uh, Craig. Craig is kind of sulking about uh, his his lost spear and his lost axe. Uh, well, you had an opportunity at a weapon just now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my demon buddy Bub just pops out of his little fiery dimension. Um, I was like, listen, listen, Craig. We've we've been friends for a while. We've done. Hold on a second. What? <laughs> That's his voice. Hold on a second. I need a more compelling demon voice from you, Jet. Stat. Listen, listen, Craig. We've been friends for a while now. Uh, and I see that you've, you've gone through some dire straits lately. You lost all your weapons. I'm going to be able to give you some of my weapons. And he hands me a baseball bat. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, if ever you need a weapon, just just ask me. I'll, I'll hand you something through the, the dimension. Um... Uh, so is this happening like in the middle yeah. of town? Yeah, you just like freak out everyone around yeah. you. <laughs> I, I give I yeah. give Bub a hug. It was like I, you know, you know, Bub, you're you're my only real friend. These other guys, I don't. Know. <laughs> what the? Uh, and then and then I just basically uh, shove him back through his fiery dimension. <laughs> back into his dimension. Back through the hole. Get out of here. Grab him and throw him into his dimension yeah. bag. Yep. Uh. So, what that equates to mechanically is I took the Pact of the Blade boon, so I can summon weapons at any point in time um, as an action, and I'm automatically proficient with them. Even in the middle of a peaceful town. That's really cool. Um, That is cool. And really helpful for your inventory. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Can can other people use them? I know how much you like to hand out weapons to little boys. They can't use them. Um, well, if it goes more than five feet away from me, they disappear. Um, so as long as those little boys stay within five yeah. feet of you, it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay. 
And then also, uh, I gain access uh, to higher level spells based on my new level of trust with my demon friend. Okay, so that's what it's based on. It's that you've built more trust yeah. with your demon. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask how your your mind expanded to allow you to cast more powerful yeah. magics. It's just, well, basically all of my spells come from uh, Bub. So, it's not really me casting the spells. It's him, and he just kind of helps. Yeah, you just sort of spend this episode resting up. Um, Gerald is resting up as well, but he's unconscious, so you can't visit him. Um. And come next episode, Kyla will guide you guys to the the uh, the Valley of Dusk, where you'll seek out uh, Cowbunga. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to meet Cowbunga. And that's gonna do it for episode eight of the Battle Buddies. Thanks again for tuning in. It means the world to us that you're. Willing to invest your valuable time to listen to us, uh, you know, make make fools of ourselves. De- definitely stay tuned because we have a few things that are cooking for the show that we're really excited to get to here in a couple episodes. We're we're gonna switch things up quite a bit, and uh, we're really excited to see how people respond to that. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. And I want to give an extra special thanks to Caitlin Conroy, who created a theme song for the Battle Buddies. She's an amazing musician, and she she really knocked it out of the park. And if you want to listen to any more of her music, you can check her stuff out at caitlinconroy.bandcamp.com. K-A-T-L-Y-N-C-R-O-N-R-O-Y.bandcamp.com. Lots of good stuff there. Really, really amazing musician. Please go check her out. And if you've been enjoying the show, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe tell your friends about it. Maybe share it. Spread the wealth. Let other people know about this this little experience that we're all having together. And uh, feel free to reach out to us with any feedback or suggestions, anything you would like to, to see or hear on the show. And if you are interested in seeing any of the additional content that we have for the show, you can always check out our website, radbotproductions.com where we host the episodes and with every episode we try to upload a, a piece of art to help uh, detail out the world that our adventurers are battling in. Um, there you can also find the other projects that we're working on. We currently have another podcast, Disposable Worlds, which is a super fun world-building comedy show that we do. And we have a few other things in the works. Uh, and yeah, stay tuned. Check them out. Yeah, and look forward to listening to the next episode on November 1st. Uh